Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hey there, happy new year, and thank you for joining us this week. We have a fantastic guest on the show, registered dietitian Alex Gardner. She specializes in pre and post nutrition. She has a passion for supporting preconception, pregnant, and postpartum moms. She is here to share her expertise on nourishing the body without feeling overwhelmed. That time is stressful, especially after you have the baby. This is an informative and insightful conversation on how to navigate the unique nutritional needs during these crucial stages of life. Join us for this conversation. Well, Alex, it is so great to have you here with us. Will you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? So my name is Alex Gardner. I'm a registered and licensed dietitian um, and lactation counselor and community health educate, education specialist in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, I have a private practice specializing in fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum, as well as a new nonprofit called the Mother Baby Nutrition Foundation. Um, so running those two different entities it has been really um, an experience. Uh, but one that I'm really happy about because I'm able to really impact uh, mamas and their little ones uh, all over the country. How cool is that? And an area that is so needed. You know, at the time, you know, I've, I've had three kids and before and after and everything. And even knowing a little glimpse, we were talking about our WIC rotation and getting to see moms in the busyness of it. You don't really understand what's all going on and the stress and how to keep yourself healthy and provide for your child um, till it actually happens. So you are so helpful for everyone in that stage of life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of times um, people will say, uh, well, you know, there's WIC, there's WIC available. And I was a WIC uh, dietitian for, for, a, for a hot second during my internship. Um, but what I have learned is that outside of WIC, there are really not any resources for mom. And so if a mom doesn't qualify for WIC, where does she go? I know at least uh, in East Tennessee, that I know of, I think I'm the only dietitian that specializes in this space on this side of the state, um, outside of WIC. So it's really important to kind of spread awareness that uh, dietitians that specialize in fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum actually exist, so that doctors can actually start referring. The preconception assessment with my OB, like a year before we knew we wanted to try to get pregnant, I said, hey, you know, we're going to try to get pregnant within the next year. What do I need to do? And she said, just stop taking your birth control. That was the only thing she said. And I was like, well, you know, I probably could have figured that one out on my own. Um, so there was nothing in terms of like, maybe you should talk to this professional or talk to that professional. She didn't know I was a dietitian. Um, so it really is, 
I'm trying to spread awareness that dietitians like myself exist across the country so that we can actually start getting referrals from providers to help moms make sure that they are optimizing their nutrition prior to conception as well as dads. And then of course, helping them throughout pregnancy and postpartum as well. Totally. You are the first person on the podcast here with this niche and we've had two and a half years, three years of guests on this. So when I saw that, oh, wow. uh-huh. I'm so, so honored. <laughs> I was like, yes, we have not hit that area yet. And I know that's much needed. And so this is a very cool niche to be a part of. Absolutely. And it's a lot of fun too, because I just get to see, I get to see babies all the time. That's great. <laughs> that, that would be my favorite part too. Um, okay. So tell us how people um, work with you. Let's, let's start off going within the preconception. What would be some of the steps or, or programs or resources that you have for them? Yes. So the, the most important thing to remember is that sperm and eggs actually are developing over a several month period. So not only is it important for mom to optimize her nutrition prior to pregnancy, but it's also important for dad to optimize his nutrition prior to pregnancy because that's going to lead to optimal sperm health. And so the sweet spot is three to six months prior to conception. That's when you really want to start optimizing nutrition. Now, I even talked to someone a couple weeks ago that said they would even go so far as to say a year. And I was like, that's a, that's a little long, but then their rationale behind it made a lot of sense. Their rationale was it takes a long time to start making lifestyle changes. And so if you go back a year, then as you're in slowly incorporating lifestyle changes, then that six to three to six months prior to conception, you're really making that impact, which makes a lot of sense to me. But a lot of people don't plan a year out in advance. Um, so three to six months prior, if you're thinking about becoming pregnant or if you are struggling with infertility, that is something that I see a lot of patients with are PCOS or unexplained infertility, and they may be going to a fertility doctor. And that's completely fine, going to a fertility doctor. But most fertility doctors don't have a dietitian on staff, nor do they think to refer to a dietitian. And even if for whatever reason, sperm cannot meet egg, and you have to do it either IUI or in vitro or whatever the assisted reproductive treatment might be, you still want to optimize that egg quality and sperm quality prior to that collection because that's what's going to be used for the genetic framework of your little one. Um, so that's what I recommend with that is, is talking to me about um, three to six months prior to conception. Now, unfortunately, a lot of times insurance does not cover any sort of fertility treatment. But insurance, if you have PCOS, will usually cover PCOS um, dietetics counseling or insulin resistance dietetics counseling, metabolic syndrome stuff. And so even though we wouldn't be talking specifically about fertility nutrition in those sessions, we would be talking about your health in general, that health in general will also translate over to having better sperm and egg quality too. So that's something to remember that even if you have insurance that doesn't cover fertility treatments, but you have some sort of medical diagnoses, we might be able to get some sort of coverage for those diagnoses and we can talk those impact fertility in and of itself. Um, so that's in the fertility space. 
And then in the pregnancy space, I love talking to moms as early in pregnancy as I can. The reason for that is we can make the most impact earlier in pregnancy than we can later in pregnancy. So even if you feel fine, you don't have anemia, there's no gestational diabetes, you don't even have nausea, you're like hunky-dory best pregnancy ever, it's still really important to talk to a dietitian because for those of us that specialize in the pregnancy space, we can do a dietary recall and we can look at the supplements that you're taking and find holes. And you may be eating what you think is really awesome and it probably is a pretty good diet, but in pregnancy, there are some pretty specific nutrients we're looking for in the different trimesters. And so we're able to kind of pinpoint, oh, you might be lacking in this, so let's increase foods that are high in that. Or if you don't like or eat foods that are high in that nutrient, then let's make sure we have a supplement that's covering the bases for that. Um, so that's really important, even if everything is going fine. Now, if everything's not going fine, then yes, you also need to talk to a dietitian. But it's really important no matter when. And then in the postpartum space, it's important to talk to a dietitian. One, because you just birthed a human and that takes a lot out of your body. So there are a lot of nutrient stores that are going to be depleted. You have tissue repair that's going on, whether or not you had a C-section, whether or not you tore during vaginal birth, there is healing that is going on. Um, and then you're also sleep deprived. <laughs> you're sleep deprived and you're running on fumes and you need so many more calories than you think you do. 99.9% .9 of postpartum moms I work with forget to eat. <laughs> like they eat once a day. And it's not because they're not hungry or they're trying to fast. It's that they literally don't think about it. It's the last thing they're thinking about. And that's hard too when we're thinking about even further down the road. We do, I don't focus on postpartum weight loss until several months postpartum. A lot of moms want to focus on it immediately, but we need to give your time, your body time to recover. But later down the road, these moms are still under consuming, and that makes it difficult for them to actually lose weight because their body thinks that they're in a famine. And tends to hold on to that extra weight because it's not getting a consistent supply of calories and micronutrients that it needs. And so it's not going to release that weight because it's worried that there's not going to be enough calories coming in. And so that's something that when I start talking to moms about they actually need to eat more food in order to lose postpartum weight, they're like, what? <laughs> what did you say? Um, it's quite magical. It is quite magical. Um so we have that, and, and you can come see me at any point in that process. You can work with me throughout that process or just kind of have spot appointments to help you along. Or I have a officially, as of last week, trademark approved program called the Mommy and Me Nutrition Support Program. The Mommy and Me Nutrition Care Program is a three to six months program where it's fully telehealth. You're in a group with other mamas that are in various stages of their um, pregnancy journey. And you get monthly individual sessions with me to work on your specific dietary and nutrition needs. But we also have weekly group sessions, which I think are really powerful because 
in those weekly group sessions, we talk about what our wins are for the week. Because a lot of times we get so bogged down with, oh, I didn't get this done, or I didn't hit this goal, or I didn't do that, where we forget about those micro wins. So we talk about that, and then we start to gain those wins. We also talk about some ahas that we might have had. And we talk about goals that we want to set for the next week. Because if you, let's say you're in that program for six months, about 26 weeks, and each week you made one small change. Well, at the end of that six months, you look back, you made 26 26 changes. And that adds up big. Um, But doing it in a group setting is really important because you're learning from other mamas. They might have had an aha that you never thought about. And they say it and you're learning from that. You might put out a, a goal or have a question. And there might be some other moms that give some suggestions that I might not have even thought about that they went through. And so it's a really awesome community. And in addition to that, there's a very, very extensive video education course on all aspects of nutrition from basic nutrition, like what is a carbohydrate? A lot of times we hear you need low carbs, but Fruits and vegetables and whole grains are carbs, and those are important. So there's basic nutrition, like how to read a nutrition facts label. There's preconception nutrition, pregnancy nutrition, common pregnancy um, nutrition-related things like should I eat fish or not? Like what's the actual recommendation? Can I have coffee? Um, All these different things. Then we also go into that breastfeeding what to expect because as a lactation counselor I can provide guidance on that so we talk about breastfeeding we talk about postpartum nutrition we talk about transitioning your baby to solids all of that is there for you as you need it not to like overload you on information but as you go through those life stages and those pregnancy stages you have that at your disposal so it's a really awesome opportunity for moms to just feel more confident in what they're putting in their body. Oh, a lot of information in there, but very necessary. And then how long is the program? So it's anywhere from three to six months, uh, depending on, I, I mean, I prefer a mom being in it for six months because pregnancy is nine months. So that doesn't even cover the whole pregnancy. And it really is an opportunity for you to have that support of other moms and be able to have those questions answered. Um, but three months is a, is a minimum just because I take a very stair-step approach to counseling, and that is making one small change. And once you're able to implement that, then adding another one and then working on that and then adding another one and working on that. And that takes a little bit of time. So it's not so overwhelming for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What are some of the, let's say, biggest questions that you have to repeat or biggest uh, commonalities within within the group that people seem to go towards? Yes. So we talk a lot about 
making sure that we're eating enough <laughs> fruits and vegetables. And I know that seems so basic, but the CDC talks about 90% of Americans do not eat the recommended number of servings of fruits and vegetables a day, which is five. And a lot of times we overinflate the good things and underplay the not so great things. So we'll say, oh yeah, we I eat tons of fruits and vegetables every single day. And you know, I really don't eat a lot of sweets or drink a lot of soda. But when we start looking at it a bit more objectively, we see, oh, maybe I'm not actually eating as many fruits or vegetables as I thought I was. And maybe I am eating more processed foods than I thought I was. And that's okay. It's important to be aware of those things. So then we start saying, okay, well, maybe you're really actually only having two servings of fruits and vegetables a day. So let's kind of make a goal to go up to three this week. And then the next week, if we if it was a struggle to reach three, we're going to continue to work on that and brainstorm solutions of how we can get three. And then when we're consistently able to get three, we might go up to four. Or maybe that mom is really struggling with water intake. And so we brainstorm how we can get that water intake in. Or maybe that mom is really struggling to get movement in and we talk about taking a 10-minute walk and making that a goal. So it's very basic stuff. Um, Also making sure that they're taking an appropriate prenatal vitamin because not all vitamins are created equally, especially prenatal vitamins. And it's really sad because you think you're taking a prenatal vitamin and it'll have everything in it that you need, but that's not the case. There's like two prenatal vitamins that I really like and even then they don't have everything in them so you have to take like something else in addition to and depending on what that mom's uh, medical diagnoses are she might need something a little bit different too so it's really making sure that all the bases are covered what are some of those key nutrients uh during pregnancy that the mom needs so I, I love this question, and I have a blog post on it with a with a handout because I think it's so important. But in that first trimester, there are three key nutrients that you need to look for. And the first one most people are aware of, folic acid. Um, you need 400 milligrams. But actually, most professionals are saying you need about 600. Um, so when you're trying to get pregnant or you just found out you're pregnant, it's important to take a prenatal vitamin that's kind of targeted towards that first trimester. So four to 600 um, micrograms of folic acid. Now, if you have the MTHFR gene mutation, you're going to have to have some sort of methylated folate um, for your body to absorb that a little bit better. So that's important because it works on neural tube development. And then the other two that are really important are iodine, which will, most prenatals don't have. And if you think about it, how many of us actually use iodized salt anymore? I do because I think it's really important, but we're in that designer salt era of like the fancy uh, grinder salt, the Himalayas and all the different things, but they don't have iodine in them. And you might think, well, we have a lot of processed food and with a lot of sodium in our diet. That's true, but that sodium is not iodized. So I make a point to have clients use iodized salt unless there's some sort of thyroid issue going on. We talk about that. But generally, 
we're lacking iodine in our diet because most people don't eat fish too or seaweed. I actually love seaweed, so I eat a lot. But um, And most prenatals don't have it in it. So 150, it's either micrograms or milligrams. Don't quote me on that right now, but we'll call 150. Uh, so that's the second. And then the third is going to be choline. So choline is just as important as folate in neural tube development. Now, choline is usually pretty normally found in the diet, but I don't want to risk that. Prenatals are for as a safety net. And so it's really important to look for about 250 milligrams of choline in your prenatal vitamin. Now, some prenatals will be like, we have choline, and it's like 20 milligrams. That doesn't, no, it's a token amount of choline. Um, so those are the three most important ones that you're wanting to look for in a prenatal vitamin for the first trimester. Now, things change as you go into the second and the third trimester, but I actually have a um, short video training that's about 30 minutes on my website that goes into very detailed explanation about what are the most important nutrients in the first, second, third, and fourth trimester, and what foods are high in those nutrients. And so that's on my website. It's only $27, I think, and it's a very, very intensive, like, 30-minute training. I love that. I love that you brought up choline, too, because that needs – we need to bump it up a little bit. Uh, Some food sources for choline. Eggs are the biggest one. But if you're like me, and I'm allergic to eggs. Okay, and also the yolk of the egg is that is the high yes. part of the choline. Okay. Yes. Now I happen to be a little bit sensitive to eggs. I can eat one, maybe two, but if I do more than that, I get a terrible stomach ache. I make myself sick every holiday and eat a whole platter of deviled eggs, but I know it's coming. So um, for me, like, I know that that's not something that I can reasonably incorporate every day without feeling not great. So I make sure that I'm taking a a choline supplement. Um, Personally, I am also pregnant Mm. in the first trimester. And so I take about 500 um, choline a day. And that, the research out there, tells us that there really is no harm that is observed with taking a higher dose of choline, but there is a harm of not taking enough choline. So I'm taking about 500 in the first trimester, and I'll probably drop that down to 250 in the second trimester. But that's for me because of my dietary situation. Love that. And congratulations. How exciting. Is this the first child? It is. Hey. Oh, man, you will get to experience everything along with your clients. All the fun stuff. (laughs) I remember when you were talking about mastitis. Yes, that does stink. (laughs) Tell us more about your nonprofit organization. Yeah, so the nonprofit has been around for about a year now. And I started the nonprofit because during the time going through my master's of public health program, I was really wanting to provide more equitable care. So during that time, I was like, you know what? I I was cash-based at that time. I wanted to start down the road of taking insurance, which was a hassle. I spent a lot 
so many hours learning about insurance to just get paid less because insurance pays less than cash pay. Um, but that's providing equitable care. But then it was also in my dream to start a nonprofit in the distant future. Um, but my advisor had talked to me about the College of Law at the University of Tennessee, that they would actually take on community nonprofits and incorporate them as their student semester project. So I reached out to them and they incorporated our nonprofit as their semester project last winter. Um, and all we had to do was pay the filing fees, which was wonderful. Um, the mission statement of our nonprofit is to improve the holistic health of women and children. Now, that's a little bit broad considering that the name is Alex Gardner's Mother Baby Nutrition Foundation. It's nutrition focused. But if you know anything about nonprofits, you know that when you're applying for grant funding, grant funding depends on your mission statement. And so the broader your mission statement, the broader your funding opportunities are. And so that is why our mission statement is in the holistic health of women and children. And then one of my goals with that is to also have the nonprofit be somewhat of a community funnel so that other birth workers in our area are able to apply for grants that focus on the holistic health of women and children in our area and use our nonprofit to help fund that through grant funding. That's big picture. Immediate goals, though, are to provide scholarships for low-income moms to go through the Mommy and Me Nutrition Care Program. Because I work with a lot of moms that are in WIC and they love WIC, um, but they're wanting a, something that's a little bit more um, in-depth and a little bit more intensive. And so this is not to be in place of WIC, but in addition to WIC. So they're able to go through the program at a significantly reduced cost. Um, and that with those scholarships that are being provided. So we had our very first ever fundraiser at the beginning of this month. We raised about $5,800, which we're, are going to go, um, most of that's going to scholarships. And then with that, we also are hiring a grant writer who's going to help us apply for some larger grants that we can use for those scholarships as well. So I'm really excited uh, when we're able to hopefully start rolling out the applications at the beginning of the year. So that's going to be great. So exciting and so much hard work and wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Tell everyone where they can go and connect with you. Yeah, so you can find me at alexgardnernutrition.com. I've got some great resources on there. Um, I have a podcast as well on Spotify and Apple. It's called the Mommy and Me Nutrition Care Podcast after the Mommy and Me Nutrition Care Program. And it's not so much very focused on nutrition as opposed to perinatal health. So I have a lot of people on there like pelvic floor PTs, doulas, family life educators. Um, so it's really about kind of encompassing more of the holistic space around um, birth. And so that's really helpful for mamas. Of course, I, I sprinkle in some nutrition in there as well. So there's that. Um, and then you can also find my free Facebook group full of lots of evidence-based trainings um, called the Mom and Baby Nutrition Support Group. And you can find me on Instagram at Alex Gardner Nutrition. So all the fun things. And then you can also book a complimentary 15-minute consult with me um, via my website. And we can chat a little bit more about what your needs are and see if we would be a good fit to work together. So many wonderful resources. And I want to 
add a couple more on there that you have in your link tree. The Menstrual Relief Method Masterclass and the Breastfeeding What to Expect mini course. You got it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those, I have a shop feature on my website, and that includes some pre-made meal plans that are specifically tailored to fertility, prenatal, and, con- and postpartum. And if even if you're not in that phase of life, they're still really great because they follow the dietary <laughs> guidelines. It has the five servings of fruits and vegetables. It has the whole grains. It has the two servings of fish a week, all the things. And so those are on there. Um, they include a whole week of meals and snacks as well as recipes and a shopping list, only 14 bucks. Um, so there's various ones of those on there. And then there's also those mini trainings, like the um, Nutrient Needs by Trimester that I was talking about, iron deficiency in pregnancy, gestational diabetes, and then the breastfeeding what to expect mini course. Those are all on there. And that menstrual relief method masterclass is um, we're doing one in person. Um, we're doing a couple in person, but then we're going to transition that to a virtual format once we do our in-person one. So anyone across the United States can have access to that as well. And because I work via telehealth, I'm able to see moms across the United States, licensure permitting. Um, but I have been obtaining licensure in states where clients have started reaching out to me if I'm not licensed in those states. So even if I'm not licensed in your state, still reach out to me. And if we're a good fit, I will look at obtaining the license in that state. And now that I'm thinking of it, it's like... Why aren't there thousands of you doing this? (laughs) And the doctor refer like, oh, yeah, you need to go see Alex. Check with her during your whole phase of life. (laughs) It's not. I'm trying to work really hard with other dietitians in this space to just bring more awareness. Because even if, like, I I can't see the 200 million pregnant women in the world. I can't see them. We need more of us. But... It's bringing awareness that we dietitians in this niche even exist um, so that the doctors can be like, oh, have you talked to a prenatal dietitian? So that's like one of the first things that they talk to. Oh, you're thinking about becoming pregnant? Let's go talk to a prenatal dietitian so that we can make sure things are being optimized. It's just not um, a common thing yet. But it's going to be. going to be. Me. I have my OB appointment tomorrow, so I will relay this information with her as well. Be like... Talk. Let's talk about prenatal dietitians. I like that word. Bring the word into conversation. Put it in your vocabulary and let's tell everyone about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Please advocate <laughs> with your OB when you go see them. <laughs> oh, the, the lovely appointment. Um, yes. Alex, thank you so much for sharing your information here and we will share all of your contact information, everything that we mentioned from the mini course to the clarity call to the podcast. And I am thrilled to have, to get to know you and get more information on what you do. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really had a wonderful time today. Alex is a wealth of knowledge and really helping moms find the nourishment without the overwhelm. I have linked her information in the show notes, including the menstrual relief class, masterclass, 15 minute free call, breastfeeding mini class, her services, podcast, and that blog post on what to look for 
in a prenatal supplement. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this with a friend who needs it the very most. And thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.